Welcome to Triple G, the award-losing podcast. Today, I've got Noor from the Dollar Sportsman on. He is going to tell us all about his shooting, what he's up to, where he's been, what he's doing. He's doing better than me, I know that. He's a lucky old soul. But anyway, he is doing well. Let's hear what he's got to say, shall we? Let's dive right in. Episode two. Welcome to Triple G. Today, I have my guest, Noor. Guess who Noor is? He's only the Dollar Sportsman. Hello, my friend. How are you? Hey, Roger. I am great. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you very much indeed. It's the Jubilee weekend this weekend. And what we're doing is we're just chilling out and it's bank holiday and it's all good. And people are having days off. Or sorry, they've got a couple of days off. The sun is shining. The beer is flowing, it seems. Um, so life is good. So I, I take it I've dragged you away from work. Is that correct? That's right, Roger. Should, should I try to speak in a proper accent for you? You, you can do. I mean, if you're from Perth, yeah, that would be wonderful. <laughs> the problem is I sound Australian every single time I try. It's, I'm not surprised if you didn't go, good day, mate, put another shrimp on the barbie. I mean, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so listen. Good day, hey, mate. Yeah, well, no, listen, carry on with it. See how long you can keep it up and before the listeners. Uh, I'm not now. sure that I quite can, but I'll try. <laughs> you loony. For the queen. Oh, well, I mean, she's done well. 70 years on the throne. That's pretty damn good, actually. Good luck to her. That's quite good. Yeah. I would agree. And many more for her as well. That's what I say. Oh, hello. We cut out there. That's always Oops, handy. sorry. No, Lost you there. That was, yeah, that's, uh, that's the internet for the jaws of the internet. Right. So, first question. How you been? Have you been shooting a lot? Tell me all. I've been good. Um, I have enjoyed shooting, though it is hard to find time these days to get out and actually do as much as I like to do. Right. Because you've got a new job. Um, yeah, I, I have been in a, a new job for coming up on three months now, and it's been excellent. So just trying to balance that and family life and YouTube and uh, sponsors and all of that. It's, it's tricky. But I'm, I'm getting by and I'm having fun doing it. So, you know. Fantastic, fantastic news. I know. I mean, I talked to you a good few weeks ago and you said you were starting this new job. Um, I mean, male modeling, you say, is that right? Yeah, exactly. No. That's what I thought. <laughs> Not quite. Hey, wouldn't it be funny if you'd have gone, yep, uh, male modeling. Yeah. That's me. Thank you very much. Dad bod modeling, you know, <laughs> that's exactly what everybody loves listen these, these girls are going for it now apparently so i've got i've got a shot again you never know Being, hey there you go i mean who knew who knew right so first question my friend proper question this is and the first question is how long you've been shooting right and what was your first gun contestant number one. Oh, let's see i started shooting when they created gunpowder Right. Uh, my first gun was this weird tube-looking thing in China. Right. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, I, oddly enough, I did not grow up shooting. And uh, the reason why was because my parents did not want me anywhere near a gun because my mom was so anti-gun. She wouldn't let me touch him. She wouldn't let me shoot him. She wouldn't let me go hunting with my dad when he went hunting. So um, naturally, I love them now. And uh, as that, you, soon as you, I could... Sorry, is that your parents or, or guns? <laughs> guns. Guns. <laughs> yeah, of course, I know. Yeah, of course I love my parents, but obviously, you know. Obviously, obviously. Um, yeah, so I got into guns um, more as an adult, and I wanted to not just be into guns, like not a collector. I wanted to be trained and, and expert with them. 
and be able to teach others about them. So I threw myself in. What's that? (laughs) So so what happened? (laughs) What happened? Yeah. (laughs) So I got into it. I did a lot of shooting until I felt proficient. I started off um, with rifles. And in fact, the first time that um, I ever really shot a rifle was a... um, uh, Come on, Noor. It was a front-loading rifle. Right. So gunpowder that tell me the name that it's not coming to my head a muzzle loader yes thank you heavens i was gonna let you squirm for a little while just think oh, okay how long did that i need to eat some lunch say? yeah you do you do carry on <laughs> sorry carry all right on. okay so i shot that muzzle loader and it was very accurate and i had hardly ever touched a gun right and i thought well that's kind of cool i actually shot it well and and so i shot it again and it shot well and so uh, I started messing around with some rifles with some friends, just 22s. Uh, we would be shooting like the stalks of weeds out where we were shooting at, right? Wow. So yeah, that was kind of fun. And then uh, <clears throat> I went on to handgun, couldn't shoot the side of a barn if I tried. And uh, I decided, well, I got to get good at this. So I practiced and I practiced and I practiced until the point that I was quite proficient. And then um, started teaching some friends how to shoot. And then uh, a few years ago, a friend of mine says, hey, Nora, you like to hunt, right? I said, yeah. And he goes, I have rabbits all over my ranch and they're getting into my hay. Um, I have cattle. The hay looks like it's going to topple over because it's towers of hay that these rabbits are eating at the base. They're creating their nests in the hay. So it was in a residential zone, though, so I couldn't use a firearm. No, of course. I borrowed my dad's brake barrel air gun. He didn't even know what brand it was. He just got it from a raffle. And uh, I went out and I started hunting with it. And I thought, wow, this is fun. So, this is really fun. And so, so the, it was the, the air gun that really sort of inspired you and, and sort of like you got you hooked. Is that, is that what you're saying? Because you know, uh, normally people start with air guns and then move on to sort of muzzle loaders and, and you know, rimfire, centerfire and all that sort of stuff. But you've gone the other way. Yeah, I kind of went the other way. I mean, I I was hooked for sure, but I couldn't use firearms quite as often because they're expensive. I had to travel an hour just to shoot, etc. Right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So um, I enjoyed them. I've I've shot them, etc. But the air gun is what gave me the ability to shoot regularly. Yeah. So after you know borrowing my dad's, I went and bought my own, and I started hunting with that. And then I started watching YouTube videos of guys shooting these weird things called PCP air guns, and I thought, what on earth does PCP mean? Yeah, I thought that was a, I thought that was the um, I thought it was a drug when I first heard it. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it I kind of had the same idea. It is though, isn't it? Isn't it PCP is a drug out there? Yeah. Angel dust or something. I, I, only, only because I watched Trading Places the other day, and they said it was PCP or. Ah, uh, yeah. So I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. Well, carry. I. I eventually figured it out, right? But I remember making a YouTube video at this point saying something totally wrong as to what PCP actually meant. But anyway, um, I bought my first PCP, which was an Umarex Gauntlet. Oh, okay. And uh, I I started shooting with that and hunting with that, and then I was having a ball. I mean, an absolute blast. No pun intended. (laughs) Very good, though. Very good. Yeah, because it's an air gun. There is no blast, right? It's just air, but... You say that. Some, yeah. Some of mine sound like that sometimes. They, they probably shouldn't do, but there you go. Oh, that's valid. But yeah, I was, I was having a great time 
and uh, I was doing YouTube, small nothing channel. I was just doing outdoorsy stuff and I started to switch focus to uh, shooting because I had these air guns that I could shoot all the time. Yeah. And uh, I got a hold of Umarex and they said, hey, we like what you're doing. Do you want to collaborate with someone? There's a guy that lives a few hours from you and uh, he does stuff for us and we think it'd be a good match. And I said, yes, absolutely. So I, I drove a few hours to Paulden, Arizona and uh, met up with Ben Pearson, who has his own YouTube channels. Um, he was shooting for Airgun Web TV at the time. And we had a ball. I mean, we were hunting rabbits out there near his ranch and just having a great time, right? Oh, wow. So after that, I, I started networking more. I, I went to Extreme Benchrest in Arizona and I met a bunch of people there. I met Air Guns of Arizona. I met Daystate. Yeah. And um, I met uh, Walther Barrels and, you know, all sorts of people. And because I speak Italian, um, I got talking to the owner of Daystate and we were chit chatting in Italian and he pulls me aside and says, hey, I want you to shoot our guns. And I went, well, that sounds awesome. <laughs> so, oh, that's awesome indeed. I mean, is that, did you say it in Italian or did you say it in English? I mean, I've got to ask you. Tutto in Italiano. Oh, uh, you think you're it, don't you? All right. E everything in Italian, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I get it, I get it. Oh, well done you. That's so, I mean, I bet they loved you, obviously, being like American, speaking Italian and all that sort of thing. And then straight away into, into day state wallop. I mean, totally indicted into that. Oh, what, how great is that? So what happened? Yeah, it was, it was awesome. So I started working with Air Guns of Arizona, um, actually on the Brocock line uh, to begin with, and uh, did some videos for them. And then uh, time goes by and I say, I want to compete. And I need a gun that can compete. And so they uh, gave me the Brocock Sniper Magnum XR. And nice. that's what I used for competition for that first year. How did you get on? How did you get on? Tell me. I'm, I'm all excited now. Right, this is a great story. Carry on. Well, that particular year was the, the beginning of COVID, right? So we didn't have extreme bench rest that year in the way that it normally does. So I was just shooting in my buddy's ranch, different buddy than, yeah. uh, than the guy with the rabbit issue. Sure. And uh, I did okay with, uh, with the 75 yard, but the 100 yard totally whomped me. And <laughs> uh, so I, and that's all right. It was just fun shooting that year anyway, right? Oh, of course, of course. Listen, you know, with, with the COVID thing being as it was, I mean, over here, it was absolutely shocking. You couldn't go out, you couldn't do anything. So if you could get out and do something, obviously you were more lucky than we were. So yeah, yeah. lucky thing. Well, during this time, I'm still filming, right? And my, my channel's starting to take off. Um, Joe Ray, Cyclops uh, videos, right? Oh, the loveliest guy. He's such a nice guy. Oh, yeah. He gave me a shout out on his channel that got me past a thousand subscribers. Oh, wow. And, and isn't that isn't that just a milestone when you see it go past it? You go, oh, wow. You know, it's yep. just like, I I've done it. I've done it. There you go. A thousand. And it, yeah, it, it's sort of you go through. Right. OK, level two then. Right. So you're on level one. Exactly. Level two. Let's see what you can do now. So all of a sudden, I'm working with Air Guns of Arizona. I'm, uh, Joe got me past the thousand mark. My channel is starting to grow significantly. Um, I'm working more with Umarex. I'm doing Gamo uh, brake barrels, which by then I owned a few of them, and they were so fun. Yeah. Um, 
just having a blast, right? Oh, I bet. I bet. And that's how it went. I mean, for, since then, it's just been further growth, more networking. And honestly, to any YouTuber that's listening or uh, aspiring YouTuber, the biggest thing, you do have to make quality videos, right? But even more so, you have to be good at networking. Being able to discuss uh, agreements with people, discuss what they want to see, be able to work with companies. You have to be good at networking and be able to make the quality content that they're looking for. And if you can do both of those things and fulfill your promises, fulfill your goals, then then you will be set for YouTube. You see, I could do neither of those things. So you carry <laughs> oh, come on. on. <laughs> Right now, I, I, listen, I, I've got a little YouTube channel, as you know, Triple G, please uh, subscribe, obviously. Um, uh, and yeah, I thoroughly enjoy it. I just really do enjoy it. I love making the videos. I'm hypercritical of my videos because I do it for fun and it's great fun. I go, yeah, that was brilliant. I really enjoyed doing it. Then we edit it and then put it out and I go, I don't like it. And it's just terrible. Yeah. It is just terrible. It, that's that's the bit that does me. But yeah, it's... um. It is fun, but when you go past a thousand, it is that's such a milestone. Um, and, and to say you talk about Joe, I mean, what a legend that guy is. Um, yeah, he 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 helped me. He reached out to me, and you know, I think he wanted to learn from the master. No, that's not true at all. Um, he um, <laughs> he just he just helped me out so much, and he's just been a stalwart the whole way. He's been absolutely brilliant and loving the bits. But I can't thank him enough for what he's done for me. He's an absolute legend. And, and absolutely, yeah. So anyway, carry on, carry on. So EBR then, so you're networking these people, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. You're networking with these people at EBR. Okay, so who'd you meet and what'd you do? I mean, where'd you go from there? Um, from EBR, I met uh, the owner of Air Guns of Arizona, Robert Buchanan. Um, I met Lauren briefly. Um, I met, obviously, Daystate. Um, I, who else did I meet? Man, that was coming up on three years ago now. Must be yeah yeah it must be three years yeah ago. I met a few other folks um, all excellent people and yeah I mean that's just where it went from there man and next the year after the Brocock um, I requested the Day State Huntsman Revere if I could oh, compete no, with no. that one of the best guns bar none in terms of pellets right yeah um, it's not overpowered but it's it's perfect for hunting it was so accurate it would do exactly what it was supposed to do every single time consistently you yep. had to watch for wind right yeah but um, it was just excellent 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 and so I competed with that at uh, Rocky Mountain air gun challenge oh, that yeah. year uh, I competed with it at extreme bench rest I came close to getting into the finals for the speed challenge at Armac that's cool. Um, and then I did get into the finals and won fourth place at EBR with that gun. Now, and that just isn't that the year that I sorry, isn't that the year I talked to you when I was doing a, a video chat with um, I was doing uh, doing a, with sorry, Lee, right? Yeah, with Lee, and uh, I think you came on there and had a chat with us as well. I think that's yep. the time when you yeah. came fourth, isn't it? Yeah, I was at EBR and we were chatting and just talking about it it was it was fun I, I, can't, I must say you you looked like you, you got the cat sorry the cat that got the cream you looked so happy with that you know it was what, what I mean fourth place that's awesome isn't it you know well when when you and I were talking I had thought that I had won second <laughs> or ah, third okay. so so I was I was okay with fourth place but I I was one 
thousandths or one hundredth, one hundredths of a second behind the third place winner. <gasps> oh no! So, so I was close, <laughs> and I didn't find out until we actually got the awards. But it was it was awesome. I was still happy. Like I had a great time. I enjoyed the competition, and, and I and you shoot with a good gun as well that you love. So you, know, you can't go wrong, can you? Really? Yeah. So it was a great time. So then what? Um, after that, I just keep kept making content, um, basically doing my fun video thing. And this year, I'm trying to focus a little more on uh, doing some additional reviews, some more competition coverage. I've done more NRL 22 uh, style shooting this year. And uh, I'm going to RMAC in just a couple of weeks. And oh, yeah, and I should, I should actually cover part of that. Um, I moved from Arizona to Utah a year and a half ago. And uh, I started, you know, getting to know the guys at Utah Air Guns. Yep. They're all a great bunch of guys. Um, really liked getting to know them, shooting with them, etc. And uh, this year, they actually became a channel sponsor, oh, which wow. is fantastic. That's so, amazing news. That's a well done you. Well done you. Yeah, I really appreciate their their support because I got to the point where I needed a sponsor in order to make my goals. For the channel honestly sure sure so i mean i take it you obviously you, you've still got the brocox you've still got the day states and, and you'll now be shooting the fx as well yep oh wow so i mean have you got an fx yet or i do it's it's actually i shot it in the shop there are some uh other changes that i had requested putting the front uh regulator higher so i can shoot it faster right, right. because i am a speed shooter yep um so they still have it. I'm picking it up tomorrow, oh, wow. and or uh, possibly buying some other upgrades. Just because that's one of the things about the FX guns is that they're highly upgradable, highly highly. Uh, you can, you can mod them yeah, significantly. You can mod them yeah. so much you can. Right. So I mean, which one? So you've got the Mark III. I take it, yeah. Yeah. In what caliber? If you don't want me asking. 25 caliber. Oh, 25. Um, oh, I like a bit of 25. Shooting JSB knockout slugs at 970 feet per second. I mean, oh, wow. it's it's a nice setup. It's very nice, and it's quite accurate. I mean, very accurate. That's excellent. Now, scope-wise, what are you picking for scope? And mounts, of course. What, what, what are you doing? And are you going to use this for RMAC or, or what? Yep, that's the plan for RMAC. Um, I am using Athlon, actually. Uh, Midas Tack. Oh, and nice, that yeah. scope, so it's funny. I started shooting with Athlon scopes years ago. Yeah, I bought one of their least expensive scopes that was in first focal plane. Yeah, and that thing was so clear and so good and so reliable that I was hooked. Right? Yeah, yeah. And and I've shot a few different scope brands that are excellent. Right, but I I tend to focus on the brands that give you really good glass for not too expensive. Being the dollar sportsman, right? Absolutely. So um, I shot that. That was the Talos BTR four by fourteen. That's what's still on my base class NRL twenty two um, firearm gun, yeah. right? Instead of air gun. And uh, it's just fantastic. So now I have an Athlon Helos and an Athlon Midas Tack, and both of those I plan to take out to RMAC. The Helos will be on my big bore gun. The Midas Tack will be on my uh, Precision 25 cal wow. FX. So I'm, okay. I'm very looking forward to that. So mounts wise, what are you looking at for mounts? 
Sports match is what I've used for competition for the most part. Yep. Um, and they're excellent. They, are. they do everything that I need them to. They don't walk at all or do anything funny. So yep. I will likely be using that. Yep. Um, that might, let me tell you, man, the, the biggest thing with getting into YouTube, I have 12,700 something subscribers now, right? Wow. And I cannot keep up with mounts and scopes. So I'm constantly switching off scopes onto other guns and whatnot, and I don't have enough mounts for new scopes that come in. And so I'm just, I'm trying to keep up. So as long as I have a sports match available, I will be competing with that. Oh, good, right, yeah, that, that makes sense, yeah. Oh, that's really good news then. So, okay, uh, and pellets-wise, you're going with JSBs, yeah, 33.95s? Yeah. Uh, at, so did you say 970? Uh, well, those were the slugs. Oh, the those are the JSB knockouts. Oh, the chaos, um, yeah, yeah. Yep, and those are about weighted the same, which is advantageous because then you can switch off between pellets and slugs without too much exactly, variation. Exactly right? what I do with mine, absolutely the same thing, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, uh, the, the pellets are faster only because the slugs obviously drag more because there's the bigger surface area. But, they, I mean, those KOs, I've been using those recently, and they are absolutely killing it. They're so good. They're really good. And, and you know, you, you know, I talk about slugs constantly. I'm the most boring man alive about them. But, <laughs> you know, but the KOs work really well. And there's not a bunch of tuning to do either. You don't have to do this sort of finicky tuning to make it work. It's like, you know, you, you get a decent speed and you go, right, let's try that. Now it's too fast. Right. Slow it down a bit. Oh, okay. Works. Done. And it's just like, yeah. you know, it's hole on hole. 50 yards. And then where, where do you want to go from there? I mean, you know, take it out to 200. No problem at all. It's wonderful. So that's yeah, they're good. they're very good, very good. Um, I've had excellent luck with Zan slugs as well. Oh um, yeah, they're good. They have a thirty-five uh, grain in twenty-five caliber that is excellent. That's that's one of the the best slugs as well. I mean, both of them. So I'm I'm excited to experiment with both and see what I can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right now, this is the big reason. Okay. Uh, obviously, you and I talk all the time with buddies, da-da-da. So here's the thing. Cleaning your gun. What's your view? Tell me, because, <laughs> right, I, I, I'm an avid cleaner, right? Not of my of my home, which is a shame, right? <laughs> or, my, or my car, no. But my guns, I just, I, I, I derive pleasure from getting home from shooting and just cleaning the hell out of those things. There is, so. there is a therapeutic value to oh, gun cleaning. There is, there is. And it's not something that many people will understand until they do it. Like if you're into it and you, you just get there, it's this weird zen mode, right? Totally. Where you're just focused. And actually that's, that's kind of how it is behind the scope too, is you're focused on your breathing, your trigger, and your target. And sure. pretty much everything else goes out of your head, right? Yep. Well, it's very similar with cleaning. But when it comes to cleaning guns... Um, my opinion is this, it is, it's not something that I always do, but I, I do at certain points and I'll explain that. Please do. Um, when it comes to an air gun, for example, Umrex Gauntlet, perfect example, that gun needs to be cleaned. Uh, probably not every 500 pellets or something because you can blow through 500 pellets easily. Oh yeah. But every couple thousand Probably, I would highly recommend to clean it because it gets dirty. It gets very dirty. Yeah. And you start to see your accuracy fall off. Um, there are other guns that I've shot where I've never cleaned them. 
Um, and it just seems to work, I, right? I, sorry, my chest went funny there when you said I've not cleaned the gun. Sorry, it's maybe got a bit dizzy. <laughs> I've got to be honest, you know, a bit lightheaded. Uh, you know, call the paramedic. Are you serious? Yeah. So, well, you haven't cleaned that gun. There are some. There are some that I haven't. Uh, take, for example, the uh, my firearm for NRL 22, CZ457. Yeah. Tremendous gun, never cleaned it. And it's just rock on accurate. I mean, just amazing. Right. Okay. I, I, sorry, I, sorry, one sec. I just threw up on my mouth a little bit. The, the, fact, <laughs> the, the fact that you've never... I mean, I'm so sorry, right? I, I, I've shot yeah, this competition, right, which is a 300-yard uh, competition for uh, 2-2LR, yeah? Uh, yeah, NRL precision thing. Oh, we've talked about it, and it was it was so much fun. But at first, my accuracy was terrible, right? And I couldn't understand why. And it's because the gun wasn't clean. And I, when I say the gun wasn't clean, I mean it was clean, but it wasn't super clean. And the accuracy was not there. As soon as I gave yeah. it a really, really good clean, the accuracy came well, it came back, and I was nailing the target at three hundred yards easily. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a struggle at all but before it was it was terrible so it just depends it depends on the gun i mean and there are there are some guys and you'll notice this in competition in general there are some guys that clean their guns religiously and there yeah. are some guys that never clean them at all right yeah i can't get my head and around that i gotta say i i go somewhere in between there <laughs> right okay so the uh the brocock uh for example i Clean that once yeah. in all the times. And I've shot it a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I cleaned it once ever and hardly <coughs> anything me, came sorry. out of it. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, I was shocked. I thought there it would be gummed up. No, it was it was clean. And I thought, I mean, not perfectly, of course, but only a little bit of fouling came out of it. And I thought, oh. wow. See, uh, Matt Dubber did a video a little while ago about his FX. And he's, he'd shot like 10,000 shots through his FX. Yeah, uh, which great. I mean, again, you know, I mean, he knows he knows what he's talking about, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm certainly not about to say to him. Well, I don't, think, I think you're wrong, because if it works for him, it works for him, and it's it's the same for everybody. It work, if it works for you, it works for you, and then there you go. I, on the other hand, you know, I watch F class shooters, right, shooting like you know five five six or two two three to five five six, and they shoot five shots, and then they clean the clean the barrel because they reckon that accuracy is better if you clean the barrel. So. You know, I'm I'm an avid cleaner. I, you know, uh, I've shot HFT at the World Championships, as you know, and the European Championships yeah. and the British Championships. And the people there clean their guns. They clean, clean, clean. Right? They, I mean, they don't they don't scrub the barrel. They don't give it a massive, massive clean. But they'll pull it through, get the worst of it out, and then ready to go for the next one. Because, I mean, one seven seven. Maybe it's more prominent in one seven seven. You know, the accuracy one day will just go off and. You know, you, you get these tiny little groups at 45 yards and they're tiny, little fingernail tiny. And then suddenly it's big as your thumb and then it's as big as your hand and you go like, oh my goodness. And it, it, but it yeah. is just a built, the foul, you know, it fouls up so badly and you go, oh, oh, okay. And then you pull it through, you know, with a boar snake and things, obviously not with the, the jags on it, but you know, the little boar snake and it's back to normal. It's just one hole in again. And I, I, I'm... I think I'm stuck in that rut from being a competition shooter, <laughs> right? That I can't, I can't change. But yeah, but here's the thing: if if it's working for you, then keep doing it. I mean, you're you're a world champion shooter, so it, well, it's not whatever that, works but, you know, for you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think if it works for you, then it, it, yeah. 
And it, it, I think it's sort of, you know, you're shooting well, you're shooting badly. You know, if you shoot badly, you go, right, I, I know I can do this, yeah? But then you think, oh, have I cleaned the gun? Oh, have I wiped my pellets? Oh, have I done this? Have I done that? You know, and I mean, for Armac, let's talk. I mean, are you going to weigh your pellets for uh, Armac? You know, personally, no. And I, I think that puts me at a disadvantage. Honestly, I should be weighing my pellets. Um, and I do believe that that gives you somewhat of an advantage. But the moment I do that, I feel like I am not being true to trying to inspire newbies to come out and try it. And the reason why is because I, I want to be able to inspire new shooters yeah. to get out and enjoy the competition, to enjoy the fun and be able to just get out there without having to gum themselves up too much with the more specific details that they can eventually get into, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if I start weighing pellets and I start telling my users to weigh pellets, and there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I would, I would encourage it. But the moment I do, I just feel like I'm, I'm not going to help Johnny, 14-year-old somebody, right? Yeah. Come out for the first time and try. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I mean, you're wrong, so, but yeah, I get it. <laughs> I mean, you're completely yeah. mad, but yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Um, yeah, see, for me, obviously, you know, if it was me going to a competition, regardless what it is, I would just have to, I would have to, have to weigh my pellets. I'd, I'd have to. Or slugs. If it was the, yeah, the uh, NRL, PRL, whatever, you know, the... Um, you know, you know what I mean, like the, the precision stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd have to weigh the slugs. I mean, everyone, and I would have to inspect them. I would have to make sure they are absolutely on on, on point. Because you do get now, variations, you know? Well, and it, you bring up a good point. Inspection in particular, that is something that when I am at the table, I'm about to shoot, um, not for speed challenge in particular, but um, for the actual bench rest competitions, I will look at this at the pellets yeah. that I'm using if I'm using them, um, and I'll look at the the skirts, make sure that they're good, and I'll only pick the ones that look the best. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's because you're literally shooting at this quarter inch target at a hundred yards. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. So as long as the the skirts look consistent and good, then even though I haven't weighed it, I have noticed that that helps. It, it definitely helps does. quite a bit. Yeah. I, yeah. I totally agree. Totally agree. All right. So, right, so the cleaning of your gun, right, how do you do the cleaning of your gun? What would you do and, and what products do you use, if you don't mind me asking? Um, that's a tricky one. For firearms, there is a particular uh, product that I use quite consistently and, and I like it. It's uh, Shooter Lube. It's a uh, two-stage, it, it has the cleaner and then the oil is second instead of it being like a CLP, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. I've used CLP, uh, standard military grade CLP, and it does okay. I mean, it does, there's nothing wrong with it. But Shooter Lube in particular was very effective. It didn't have a nasty smell, got everything nicely cleaned up. Uh, so I like that a lot for firearms. Yeah. Um, for air guns, I believe that you can use Shooter Lube because it's not petroleum based. Right. And so I, and again, I'm trying to remember, I believe I tried it once. And uh, it worked just fine. I didn't get any sort of uh, dieseling or anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And your O-rings didn't fall out, of course, I take it. Yes, it yeah, melt, I don't... didn't melt them. <laughs> no, yeah. No no, uh, no fireballs coming out of the end of my air gun, so... Always good, always good. Yeah. So I, I really like Shooter Lube. Um, their, their product is very good. 
So it, it was hard to get their product there yeah. for a while. I think for some reason they had a de massive delays, oh. but the product itself is excellent. So I highly recommend it. Yeah, I mean, that's good. I mean, I use I use the Napier, uh, Napier Lube uh, and, the, and the Napier like, sort of pull-through kit. I, I think he's brilliant. I've used it forever. It works really well. On my big bore guns, I use Bortec, uh, Billistol, I think is brilliant. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, all my Napier stuff just works an absolute treat through that. So I, I'm, you know, I'm very proud to use that. And, and, you know, and I'll be pushing that a lot more because I don't think people talk about enough about sorry cleaning guns because I'm you know, because I'm so OCD with it. Everybody should be. It's as simple <laughs> as that, right? If you're not OCD, right. you should be. Right? Come on, right? There you go. Have these mental problems that I have clearly, but no. Okay, I, so yeah, I love let it. me ask you then. Go for your firearms. Yeah. When you have copper fouling specifically, yeah. What is the best cleaner that you use to get that off? Uh, there's uh, a Bortec make one. It's a very, very good lube and it is just for that. Yeah. So I use the eliminator, which does, so it's like, if you've just, say you've got a new gun, you've shot 50, 100 rounds for it, things, you use eliminator because it's not too fouled up. When you yeah. get, when you get too much copper in it, they do, they've got a proper copper solvent. Yeah. And that one is very, very good. Um, Oddly enough, right, my guns have never been that dirty, as one can imagine, <laughs> right? The only thing that's dirty in this house is my mind, right? And, and I've got to be honest, right? Yeah, nothing else. You know, my car is, right? But um, no, it's, it's my, my guns never get that bad. And uh, I think the Eliminator works a treat. And I use the Eliminator on the 2.2. Um, I, I also use, again, my Napier stuff, I use that on my 2.2. And it works an absolute treat. It really does. Uh, and Excellent. Yeah, but but again, I, I I do it. You know, you, I've watched videos of people saying like, you know, you got to have the uh, copper equilibrium and all that stuff. So once it gets sort of like once it gets to a certain point, you know, it's going to stay true. <clears throat> and only after thousands and thousands of shots, then suddenly the accuracy goes off. But I never let it get to that point. Yeah, I, I literally clean it, foul it up again, five or six shots, five ten shots. It's it's ready to go, and go from there. But yeah, Bortec for my big guns, uh, and and obviously the Napier stuff as well, and air guns, uh, Napier and Ballistol as well. I use Ballistol, I love that, and and obviously the VP ninety wipes on my guns are absolutely Smart. business, because yeah, you know how these things rust, you know, and and yeah, the bluing on the uh, barrel sometimes uh, on some of the guns is a little bit tricky. Got to be honest, yeah, um, yeah, it's wafer thin, and you get a bit of blood on there, yeah, from an animal. Um, you know, you, you don't spot it and you don't clean it and you don't take your gun out for a couple of weeks. You come back and you get, there's a great big rusty bit and you're like, what the heck? You know, it is like, <laughs> well, you know, it's just like the scariest thing in the world. Yeah. So every time I go out shooting, I always come back, right, and have a cup of tea, put the television on or, or listen to music and that and, and just strip it down and clean it avidly. And I just, I honestly, I just, as you say, it's one of those Zen moments. I just love it. You know, yeah. it, it's just, Great, and I know that that gun is going to take five shots or seven shots to get back on song, ready to go. So obviously, I always zero it. I mean, every single gun I take out, I'm sure you're the same. If you go hunting, you don't just get the gun out of the car and go hunting. You, you know, you take 10, 20 shots or whatever just to make sure the zero's on in case. It's Definitely, yeah. And then you know, uh, then then I'm ready to go, and it's just wonderful. I mean, is that the way you do it? I mean, have I got it wrong? Yes. No, yeah. Every single time that I, I have to do either competition 
or hunting, I always make sure that my zero is true because in the past I have learned the hard way yeah. that I have knocked something out of place or what have you and that just messes your whole experience up. So yeah, definitely. So you won't be doing that again, I take it? I sure hope not. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I'll tell you what, I've got two more questions for you because I mean, I know it's your lunch hour and um, yeah, you're gonna get told off otherwise, sorry. Right, favorite scope, tell me. Right, what is your favorite scope at the moment? Is it, is it, right? Um, uh, so for long range, sorry, I meant, no, it's not, obviously it's the HFT sort of thing or the adventurous you told me, but for long, long range, I mean, like even centerfire, what would be your chosen scope, the face scope of yours? There are two. Go on. And they're the same ones that I've used that I, I was telling you about. There's, there's yeah. the Athlon, right? Yeah. Um, I completely trust Athlon scopes, and then there is the Hawk Sidewinder, that specific model. Yeah. Now, they did come out with a new model this year, the Frontier, and I haven't gotten my hands on that yet. Oh. I would love to. Oh, please. They're amazing. But, but the Sidewinder was an excellent scope, and I competed with it. I would trust that scope as well. So those, those two, the, pretty much any Athlon scope um, is going to perform well all my Hawk scopes perform well, but the two, if I was going to take two for long range, it would be the Midas Tack yeah. and the Sidewinder. Right. Athlon Midas Tack, Hawk Sidewinder. Well, very good choices, my friend. Right, last question. American Air Gunner, right? Yeah. Right, so what are you doing with American Air Gunner? Tell me all. Oh, okay, I'm glad you asked that because I totally skipped over that. I didn't mean to, it was just, you know, I'm thinking the Dollar Sportsman channel, and so, anyway. <laughs> God. Um, a few years ago, I, uh, I started talking with Rossi. I met him. Cool guy. I've fun to he, meet. I've heard he's not that nice, to be honest. I've, I haven't <laughs> honestly experienced that. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. He's such a so, good guy. Yeah. He really is. And what I did is I dragged him away during EBR so I could interview him for my channel. Yeah. Right? And we had a riot. We had a great, fun time. And just... It was enjoyable. We were both like doing our thing on camera and we, it was awesome. Anyway, yeah. um, by the end of that, he said, hey, here's my card. Um, let's talk again, right? Nice. And uh, so we did. We talked um, at SHOT Show the year after and we talked a little bit about doing some stuff, but I wasn't at a point where I had the proper gear yet because, again, I was still a small channel, wasn't yeah. quite geared up for for proper stuff anyway yeah, yeah so we tried a little bit but i wasn't making exactly what i needed to yet so i said let's hold off let me get some upgrades to my gear and then we'll talk again and so year passes um he says hey nor you want to do anything yet or and i said yep i think i'm ready to go and so i started making some uh little videos for him he liked it yeah and uh actually a couple years i guess went by and since then, I have started making more content. I covered uh, a bunch of content at SHOT Show this past year, or this year, rather, yeah. um, for American Air Gunner on their YouTube channel. Had a blast. Uh, Abby, Casey, and I were walking around the show, uh, filming, trading off, you know, just yeah. doing a bunch of fun content. And I've made a few video since i'm planning on making some more and uh slowly trying to convince him to send me on a hunt for the tv show <laughs> oh well i tell you what i mean that would be fantastic i mean 
Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a very nice guy, in fact, as you well know. Um, and I think I think you'll do well there. Um, I think the American Air Gunner has got. I mean, it's got a real presence about it. A lot of people know it. Um, shame a lot of people don't in in Europe, but maybe that will change soon. You never know. But hopefully, yeah. You know, th- th- that's the thing. It. I've gotten to the point in my in my YouTubing, right? I started a little over five and a half years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I've gotten to the point where I don't enjoy going to shoot just for the sake of, sh- of shooting as much as I do going to shoot for the sake of teaching. Right, right, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and because I love to teach. I love, and that's why I enjoy being on camera in particular is because I can, if I can entertain somebody, if I can make their day a little bit better and provide them some knowledge so that they feel like jazzed up to go do something outdoors that I personally believe brings a lot of good value, oh, totally. then yeah. it's, it's exactly what I want to do, right? Oh, so 100%, 100%. Working with Rossi, um, working on the American Air Gunner YouTube channel, working with them in general, it just gives me another avenue to hopefully inspire somebody to go out and have the same fun. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I think, I mean, you know, I, I, I think your videos are fantastic. I've always said that. I mean, you, you know I've said that. Um, uh, even behind your back, I've said it. Uh, no, you know. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I do. I really enjoy them because they're full of energy. They're pumped up and, uh, you know, and it's just like, it makes you go, oh, fancy getting my gun out. And you go, oh, I can't because it's dark. But, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it's nine o'clock at night. What are you talking about? You've got work tomorrow. But, you know, it's it, it, if, if a video gets you like that, if it gets under your skin and you go, blimey, Charlie, I fancy going shooting. And you look at it and you go, oh, it's 10 o'clock at night. Well, well, I can't. But, you know, and, and that person is inspiring you to get up and do something. I think it's a wonderful, I think it's brilliant. It's, it's, such, a, it's such a knack. And I think it's a real gift that you've got. And I've said this before. Um, and, yeah, I just think that there's so many videos out there that don't do that. And you watch it and you go, I actually want to take up needlepoint. I've got to be honest. Right? <laughs> yeah. right? I, I'm, I'm the most amazingly avid air gunner in the world. I love shooting more than anything. And now, actually, I want to go and learn about gears on a bicycle, right? Because yeah. these people are just, it's like its like someone's got a gun to their head. It's like, make a video on like twist rates. And they go, okay. Right? And they sit in front of the camera <laughs> and they go, this is a one in 16 twist, and this is what it does. And you're like, oh, please. You know, I just want to listen yeah. to Adele and hang myself. You know, it's just so, so bad. I will say something that, that was funny. Rossi was talking with me the other day, right? Mm-hmm. He says, Nora, there are like two or three versions of you that I know. There is the super excited Nora. Yeah. There is the calm, cool, and collected Nora, and there's somewhere in between. And like, which one is you? <laughs> Oh, and I said, you know, <laughs> I, I said, honestly, all of, all of the above, because I, f- when I'm talking to a camera, I am excited because I want to expi- I want to inspire excitement, yeah. right? Yeah. I want to inspire people to have fun. I want them to have fun while they're watching my video for that matter. Yeah. Right. Um, during a, I mean, I'm an engineer by day, right? Okay. So and I, su- superhero yeah. by night. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I wish. Absolutely, of course. I mean, yeah. So, but it just depends on the audience, right? If I'm in an engineering thing, that's a completely different audience. I'm not trying to rev people up to, uh, you know, 
go 240 volt solar instead of 120 or you, you know Absolutely. that's a stupid example no, that no, doesn't no, make but sense I, but you no, know what i mean it, it makes perfect sense i understand that completely you know you can't rev someone up to just do their job right but yeah what you're doing is you know you're, you're taking that to their hobby something they are like they want to do and they're looking forward to doing at the weekend or in the evening they watch yeah. your video and and they're just going like this is amazing i love this this is so much fun and it makes you want to do it more i, I and you know, the, the, the channels like yours have done me proud because I think, oh, so fantastic. It, you know, it, it does, it, you know, I'll, I'll watch that on a Friday night knowing I'm shooting on a Saturday morning, right? I can't wait for Saturday morning. I can't, right, you know? I appreciate it. No, but it's true. I've told you, I've, I've told you on the phone, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, and I, I appreciate that because it's, it's good rigid. feedback. <laughs> yeah, no, it's excellent. And I, I've appreciated the conversations that we've had because it's helped me to, be inspired to go out and do more, you know. So oh, you, you know, you, you're knocking out of the ballpark. You really are. I mean, there's some there's some good videos out there, and then there's you, and I think you're doing great. I really do, and I mean that sincerely. Um, don't get too famous because obviously you won't take my calls anymore. Simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Listen. On that note, Nor, you've been an absolute pleasure to talk to. Um, I know you, it's in your working day, and I'm sat here right, in, in my pants. Right, um, you know, I'm a t-shirt, just chilling out at home because obviously it's Jubilee weekend. Um, listen, have a lovely day at work, and I really hope to see you soon. And thank you so so much for doing this uh, like podcast. And maybe if you want to, and if you're really really bored, and you've rearranged your sock drawer at home, and you've got nothing else to do, you can come on again. <laughs> Deal. All right, that sounds great. And thank you very much for having me on the podcast. I I, I always enjoy. Having a chance to, you know, spread some good goodness in the world. Yeah, I, I tell you what, and you do do that in spades, my friend. You do it in spades. You really do. So well, thank you. The Dollar Sportsman, we thank you. All right, sir. You have All a right. wonderful one. And you, man. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.